The Tights and Fights podcast for over six years, a revolutionary force in sports and entertainment. sing your name enough i want to spit out some water <laughs> i need me a, every time i listen to that i just mean to be a big bitch right next to me who can like who can be my heater uh, if anybody needs me i'll be running up a goddamn mountain <laughs> Vinny has a pencil thin mustache and he's still a massive piece of shit Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm Big Talk Mongolian Barbecue. I hope at least one person went there. I don't give these tips out for my own fucking health. Hal Lublin. <laughs> and I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, Raddy Shack, Danielle Radford. Yes, in the uh, in the same way that I also uh, am like a little cute little dirt gopher that fucks up your day. <laughs> and let me talk to you, Linz A. Knight. Yeah, Lindsay Kelk. Hello. Do you know what? I heard that cry more than any, well, apart from the fucking woos. uh, I heard more people yelling LA night and yeah, I heard it so much at Mania. So much. And I'm assured that it echoed around the gentleman's bathrooms at least twice. Wow, would have been nice if he was doing yeah. something. Wouldn't it have been fun if he'd been there? <laughs> the plan apparently was for he and Bobby Lashley to mix it up, but it did not happen. We'll talk a little bit more about it, but first let's get a little housekeeping done. We got a lot to talk about. Thank you so much to all 170 of you who became Max Fun members in the new boosting or upgrading fashion in the name of Tights and Fights, including our newest member who did ask for a shout out. Danielle, you want to you want to toss it out there? All right, let me do 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 do. Pelianacelli Jelly Vazosi. We're going to have more fun things to say this year to say thank you, including online meetups. We're going to be raffling off some signed books. Books, people, books. It's like a podcast, but you read it with your eyes. And there's marginally less wrestling, but I like to think some references yeah. um, in all of those. Books are like a prequel to a television show. Yeah, books are audiobooks, but they make your eyes tired. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> But they make your brain do more thinkings. That's right. That's right. But it's good thinkings. It's happy mm-hmm. thinkings. Feel a feeling. So we're going to send you things to make you feel feelings. <laughs> what a promise. Who else promises that? Just, Just us. us. I know. First, though, let's get to WrestleMania. We know that there's a lot of news about WWE's sale to Endeavor and Vince McMahon's apparent involvement in creative on Raw. Let's get through this week. Let's see what happens <laughs> this week. We're going to talk about this week as a whole next week. 
We're going to see, was it just one night or was it more than that? I refuse to engage in speculation. I'm shutting that shit down. We had Wrestle fucking Mania this weekend. There were two days of it. So let's talk about it. Lindsay, you were there. I was there. I didn't buy a t-shirt that says I was there. So I can't prove it, even though I have photographic evidence. I was at WrestleMania. I went to the Superstore. Mm -hmm. What a wild weekend. WrestleMania at SoFi. Taking logistics out of it. Let's take logistics <laughs> out of it. So I think we should keep him in, great. but go ahead. Well, I mean, anyone who's listening to this now who went to WrestleMania at SoFi, like, no, you will fucking talk about the rideshare debacle in that there is no plan. So if anyone is ever planning to go to SoFi for anything ever, there is no rideshare plan. Like, you know, a lot of stadiums and theme parks and stuff have a lot that's specific where you go to get dropped off and picked up. They don't have that. Which is fucking wild. They built the thing like two weeks ago. How did you know it? In 2023, right? It's Mm -hmm. fucking crazy. If you don't have Julian there to shepherd you to the metro through a neighborhood. So that wasn't great. And then we had booked a car to pick us up on the way home. And on the first night, our driver was really clever and was like, could you just walk 15, 20 minutes down to a target like over yonder and I'll pick you up there, which we did. And that was meant and that was great. And we were home at a reasonable time. The second night we tried to game the system by just pre-booking the driver to meet us at said target and he just completely missed the fact that there was anything happening at SoFi so left too late (laughs) and then didn't like was an hour late collecting us I think it did take the shine off for a lot of people and even the people leaving in their cars they looked furious because you're coming out especially after night two when people were already feeling their feelings Mm -hmm. and then they were feeling cold and then they were feeling traffic so SoFi needs to get it together but the stadium itself is beautiful. The food options are amazing. The security personnel are on it. They're doing their jobs. They want to see your fucking tickets a bunch <laughs> of times. You are not going into any segment that is not your own, ever. Uh, so it was it was intense as a stadium, but beautiful. And the sight lines are all fantastic. And it's easy to get in and out on foot. So far, great. Traffic, bad. Okay. That's good. I uh, had a pretty good seat as well. I was couch, blanket, pillow, stuffed gorilla, both nice. Nice. Perfect. Perfect way to watch WrestleMania. Uh, uh, Danielle, where were you? Where'd you watch? Yeah, no, I wound up, uh, I thought about getting a ticket for night one. Um, And then I was like, no, like, it's fine. Because, like, I didn't, by that point, everybody who really wanted to go, had already bought a ticket and was like already like in their section and it's not like you know it's not like a dinner reservation where you can be like oh just add one more it's like well shit now I have to like figure out where I'm gonna sit and then all the people who are like I like might go I'm like you're not gonna have a good time with this at all and I don't want to be next to <laughs> like I could love you to death but I don't want to be next to someone who's not gonna be having a good time because then like mm-hmm. you know I feel bad for them for dragging them out and being like do you want to do my favorite thing and then being like I mean is there Wi-Fi? There was Wi-Fi. There is Wi-Fi. Just FYI. Oh, the next, the next time. F, F Wi-Fi. <laughs> so I watched it from home. And then the second day, I was supposed to go to like a get together with friends who also like weren't able to go. I just had like a screaming migraine. And so I was waking up like throughout all of it. Like I had the alarm set to watch it. And my brain was just like, oh, that's too many colors. <laughs> There's too many colors on that screen. And so like I literally started like coming out of like my migraine coma right when Shane showed up. And I was and that's what I tweeted about that. I was like. 
this has to be some kind of migraine cause hallucination because I know this can't be right. <laughs> and so then I watched uh, I watched the rest of that. And then I watched a lot of the second day scrum. Then I caught the rest of it like later afterwards and, and got caught up with everybody. It was really fun. And then it got really brutal. And I know, look, we're not talking about this week. We're going to save it. We've got one night only, as you said. One night only, one night only. We thought that Vince be gone. Sorry, we have to do musical stuff in here or I'll die. I will say the discourse got so heavy that I was like, no, I'm only talking about Barbie. Wrestling does not exist today. <laughs> it is only Barbie. <laughs> I was yeah, I was halfway close week, to Hal, and then this becomes a Barbie. Uh, no, I was very yeah. close to being like, can we just can this just be a Barbie? Po- Maybe that'll be next week. Next week, give me five Barbie minutes. We'll see what happens next week. But for now, let's jump into night one of WrestleMania. Let's just go down the card one match at a time. See what we thought. First is Austin Theory beating John Cena to retain the U.S. title. My understanding from what I have read which may or may not be true, is that this was under time. It it went under the time allotted for it. John Cena looked like he was maybe hurt a little bit, but I I didn't have a problem with the match. I thought it was a fine opener. Good win for Austin Theory. Opening with Cena, A, obviously, like, that immediately... Of course, the stadium is on fire for WrestleMania, but as soon as you do that, like, mm-hmm. people who are already, like, edge of their seats ready for shit to happen, you get the fucking the horns and the... And everyone is going to lose their shit. And that's what you want for, like, the first couple minutes you show the crowd at WrestleMania. He probably wanted to get in and then go the fuck home. (laughs) This is one of those things where these wrestlers that we love, you have to start thinking, like, I have a career now where my body has to be in a kind of shape so that I can do this. And uh, insurance might not cover me for my fancy movies if I'm still Mm -hmm. getting in that wrestling ring. Because insurance is a very important Mm part of making movies and being able to be insured in case something does happen, like an injury. And they're not going to cover offset injuries because you decided mm-hmm. that you wanted to get in a cell, which a big grown ass. The match was fun. It did great for theory. And I could tell that John was like thinking about his shopping list the whole time. But that's fine, too. See, that was the only problem with me there live. It felt being there without the commentary. And obviously, like we know the commentary is such an yes, important part of yeah. the storytelling. And I think without the commentary mm-hmm. to boost it and make it seem more important you could see the storytelling you could see them you could see all there were no cracks it was just chasms it was (laughs) like now we're gonna do this now we're gonna do this john hasn't bothered with the tan uh john hasn't bothered with the the spray hair you know but it was like john showed up looking like he'd just come from a potluck oh sorry uh, i got something to do he was supposed to be i'm just gonna stop in really quick at my old job and say hi to some guys and then i'll be right back home like i thought it was tomorrow mania is usually on a sunday (laughs) i thought it was tomorrow so it didn't look amazing and as julian is pointing out the stadium screens kept going out early in the 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 amazing amazing screen at sofi they have this incredible um they were calling it the oculus but this round screen at the top so you can always Mm -hmm. see a screen but it kept going out and the fans were pissed even though you can see like you could you can kind of we had great seats but you can see what's going on from pretty high up but without the screens it just is dead in the room like the, the stadium is dead um, and obviously when they're doing the like referee gets knocked out, uh, Austin Theory taps, Austin Theory does the low blow, John is protected, you know, when they're doing a very ABC tropey match, I think you need the commentary to sell it and you need the crowd to be behind it. 
And you need John to have gotten a chance. Do you think it's because uh, he saw the so. chance at Crash of the Castle and was like, you know, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm going to go ahead and skip tanning with whoever y'all have been using. Maybe he just figured they had the same yeah. people. Yeah, he was like, like I'm, I'm going to do my own at home. And then his like, Amazon order didn't deliver on time. So his Bondi Sands is probably on his doorstep <laughs> yeah. right now. I just think it's cool that a guy who has such a strong relationship with Make-A-Wish was able to grant the wish of all those children who wanted to see him lose in the curtain jerker and that one WrestleMania. <laughs> like, that is a very specific wish. And he could have said no, but Jesus. that's not who John Cena is. They're like, we want to see you off and we want to see the job done, Austin. I definitely wanted those kids to start cussing. Yeah. <laughs> I want to help those kids. <laughs> Next match up was the Tag Team Showcase, which was won by the Street Profits who beat the Viking Raiders, Gable, and, oh, it's the Alpha Academy, and I can't remember the fourth tag team. Don't tell me. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> if I don't remember you, doesn't matter. Sorry. Very good. How you Ricochet gonna do that great. to Sam's fiance? I, that's true. Actually, the biggest moment yeah. in the match. You're gonna do travel like that? Moment, the biggest moment in the match was that, that deadlift German suplex, I think, that Gable gave to Braun Strowman, which looked yeah. incredible. Damn, yes. Yes, I love. What a fun I match. love when littler dudes toss big dudes over their shoulder like they ain't shit. That boy been carrying mm-hmm, grain. Yeah. That's the kind of training that you do where you're like, <laughs> regular weights will not be enough. Someone take me to a farm. I need to go to a silo. Yeah. I need to move around some wheat, and I need to punch a freshly slain carcass. Like that's the kind of training that you need for a Braun Strowman. Yeah. That's what I imagine he was doing. One hundred percent. It was yeah. really fun. Um, the screens came back, and in. The style of a showcase, everyone got their shit in. Braun got to do his fucking train bollocks. I hate it. I hate it. Because he's like, oh, what is he going to do? He's going to run around the ring. We had an ambulance. Um, but I love that, yeah, Dawks was like absolutely fucking not and knocked him down. And I did enjoy that. <laughs> like, it's like Dawkins says no. And Eric trying to get out of the heart. Otis's swamp butt was a little bit upsetting. He had a real sweaty butt. <laughs> it did look like he'd pissed himself. Um, but easy. his back was sweaty too. So unless he pissed himself and had gone up his back, I do think it was swamp Some butt. of those like th- those possible. onesies are dangerous when it comes to that like crotch swamp. He needed yeah. a second layer under that. And it's honestly his own fuck up to not have the second layer of panties that were uh, Look, all of the women have them. All of the women are wearing yep. at least three layers that you do not see because they covered yeah. that shit up with spanks and nylons and then another pair of like uh, special fishnets, yep. and the fishnets that make, that make yep. it look like it's got texture. So it looks like legs. They got to start learning. No more swamp butt. Get some fishnets, Otis. Get some fishnets. I mean, if I were Maxim Male Models, I would have to reconsider now because that's not the look that they're look they're trying to put no. out there. Now he could model underwear, like see what happens when you don't do it. He can be the before and the oh. after. Yeah. It would be like his, that's a it will raise cap. your free testosterone. Yeah. You're playing checkers, Lindsay. This is a and chess also, game. <laughs> don't get swamp butt where these absorbent panties. That's right. Seth Rollins beat Logan Paul. I had a couple texts going with you and then like two other groups of people. And one of them we were talking, I was like, I was like, I think that, and this was long before the bottle got involved. I said, I think Jake Paul's in the bottle. Then I came and said it in the group and you, uh, Danielle, were like, I think it's KSI, which is correct. And if I might have said CSI, no, I didn't. (laughs) 
My exact words at the event were, I assume it's his scumbag brother. So I was with you, Hal. I was was right there with you. But it's, yeah, it was Chekhov's bottle of energy. I only knew that because prime energy is like their thing. And so he, KSI is the one who takes care of like the prime energy business in the UK. And then Logan takes care of the prime energy stuff here as part of their, we're boxers, but not really thing. Logan Paul (laughs) is at the point now where it's almost like, and this is to his credit that just saying Logan Paul is wrestling is almost like like that's not even like the cherry on the thing anymore. Like he's so good. He just feels like it's part of the he's part of the roster. It, it's not that it doesn't feel like it's a special event that he shows up in so much as like because it's actually going to be a real match. He just feels like another part timer to me now. And again, that is to his credit. Still over here hating how good he is. Still just real <laughs> bitter about it. I, I mean, I really if I see his if I see his wrestling, I go, oh, that's going to be a good match. Yeah, yep. same, same. I'm like, oh, I, I will pay attention for this. It was another one in the in the stadium when the screens went out and people were going crazy. And I felt really bad for them, which is something I never thought I would say about Logan Paul because I'm like, they don't know why that everyone's booing like crazy. And they went out like right as he did that vertical jump oh, onto the top rope. Bummer. And I'm losing mm. my dick about that oh fucking God, jump that was insane. Let's look at this athleticism yet again. Essentially a box jump to the top turnbuckle into a moonsault and Rollins just barely got out of harm's way. Fucking gazelle. And then I looked up at the screens and realized they weren't on. And I'm like, oh my God, how many people didn't see that? That's fucking Mm -hmm. such a shame. If I'm nitpicking, maybe it was a touch too long, like a, a fraction but it's super nitpicky and I just really enjoyed it. I loved the top rope onto KSI. Like mm-hmm. that, I thought that was really fun. And then the fact that he was protected in that big suit too was 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 a, was a nice thing. Yeah. Um Smart. and yeah. then I mean and then you had what was it like the crunchy tax person who apparently was Sol Ruka someone said and I wanted to be true. I wanted to be true so bad. <laughs> Get paid. <laughs> It was maybe a little bit long, but it was really well-paced as a match. Yeah, and fun, just fun, just a lot of fun. The crowd, I mean, I will say the crowd was hot for the first three matches. The crowd was so hot. And by the end of that match, Scorchio. That was followed up by Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch defeating Damage Control. I thought Becky's great, Damage Control was great. I thought that Trish looked really good. I thought Lita looked a step slower than everybody else in the and ring. It's noticeable. Yeah. Which, she was. She which was. is like, she's great and like a really good person. And there's no, like, she would have to commit a crime to tarnish her legacy. Yeah. Like, totally. what she's done is is there. Have them for this right. match. Have them drop the titles in Puerto Rico, and which I would make sense to have her got there. the legend spot this yeah. year. Like, I love mm-hmm. that. So, like, you know what? We give so many male legends so much rope. Because they're legends and we love them. And then the expectations for Lita and Trish to come out and to be women in their mid to late 40s, they look incredible. Mm-hmm. They, I couldn't do any of the things that they do or anywhere approximating it, even in my like most healthy fit state. <laughs> right? So it's a legend spot. It's a feel good go home moment. It was also a come down match after three really hot matches. And the first half, I mean, I was fucking gutted, and Julian will attest to my vociferous, vociferous complaints to everyone in our section who just all got up and went to the toilet. 
Uh, but I, oh, I was, mm, Lindsay had words for everyone quietly behind their back. Lindsay had words, but also at the same time, it's like, when were they going to go? Like you had three red hot matches. Everyone, this was pee. booked the way it was booked. Beers. It just sucks that it, it's like, they did it on purpose. Yeah. yeah. And the first 10 minutes of it in the stadium did feel slow. And so it like, it's like, let's bring everyone down. Let's give everyone a chance get to get a back breather. to their seat. Yeah. Everyone gets to have a little play. Everyone gets to do some stuff. And then the second half of the match picked right back up and got everyone yeah. hot again. And to, to the Lita of it all, one thing I will say that I definitely admired is that she didn't go up there, Shane, and try to still do the kind of moves, Shane, that she was doing before <laughs> that made her really popular, <laughs> Shane, because she recognized that she was going to have to change her wrestling style in order to even do the bit that she was able to do then. And so for me, I do think that was part of the slowdown. She's not wrestling the way that we're used to Lita, like, eh, 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 I fucking tattooed my lips. Like, we're not, we're used to like, <laughs> you know, extreme Lita. And this Lita's like, look, I done took out all my piercings. She has a dog now. Like, yeah. she has responsibilities. She's, and I would also pay WrestleMania money again to see Lita perform before I would pay a penny to see either Hardy Boy perform. True story. So, you know, like she might be a little bit slower, but I feel a lot safer watching her than I feel watching Matt or Jeff. But also, you can't, I don't think you can put this match elsewhere in the card. The only place you can really no, flip flop no, it is to put it put it where the tag team showcase was. Then it feels like it's too early yep. for yeah. something that should be a bigger match. Like we built to it. Um, yeah. But no, yes, I it's totally unfortunate agree. that people chose to go to the... Look, you're at WrestleMania, um, piss your pants. There was also, I will <laughs> say, and this is as good a place to say it as no. anywhere, it was an extra... I've been to like a bunch of Manias, I was going to count them, but like six, I want to say, six, maybe seven. This was the most dude-heavy Mania I've ever been to. Like there the was crowd? so few women. Yeah, it was so like... Well, I'm sorry, Lindsay, I broke my arm. <laughs> yeah, Danielle. But I was like, I mean, I'm like seriously in and out the bathroom in less than the, like literally up the steps in the bathroom out. It, and they were playing Taylor Swift in the bathroom. What a fucking. Oh my god, experience. it was meant for you. And every time you went you. to the bathroom, you were just like, there was another woman in there going like, oh my god, can you believe this? I'm like, no, oh my god, I know. <laughs> With that awareness going into day two, I was like, well, now I know what to expect. Except for the rideshare. Except for the fucking rapture. So they were canceling people's Uber's hell to get the surge price up, motherfuckers. We forgot to mention the Logan Paul's Mary Martin entrance to the ring, where he where he kind of ziplined, but more like a crane. It was so slow. Gently, while he's like, "I'm flying, everyone, look at me." Look, I'm sure Michaels, but kind of not. A little, he was like maybe. the flying pig from from uh, Kids in the Hall. He's like, well, I gotta go. It's time for another match. Whee! Everybody in the stadium was like, where is he? Because we could see him on the screen and we we're all like, where the fuck is he? Where the fuck is he? And then by the time we saw him, he was already on the ramp. So it was like, oh. Yeah. It, it was one of those things where I was like, did they forget to grace the line? Like, I kind of started getting freaked yeah. out. And I was like, what happens if it just like stops in the middle? I've never seen a zip line do that. And, you know, of course, <laughs> we all know what my first pay-per-view was. So I had a second of like a little bit of fear. But mm-hmm. then it just became like almost like a farce of like, <laughs> did they not calculate his weight? Did he tell them that he was heavier yeah. than he is? <laughs> and so they they planned for somebody because he was, oh, no, I'm, I've got like 200 pounds of muscle and like maybe yeah. he's 180. And so he just wasn't heavy enough to get down fast enough because physics wins real every safe, time. Real slow. Physics yeah. wins every real time. Real safe and slow. Yeah. They took the build weight or as they say in uh, Chernobyl, the TV show, the, he gave them yeah. the propaganda number, I think is what happened. The, the zip line entrance of, of HBK is one of the greatest entrances of True all story. time. True story. Pick one of the dead man entrances 
one of the greatest of all time, but the greatest entrance in WrestleMania history, (laughs) bar none, the more I've thought about it, is Prison Don being brought in, him being brought in in a paddy wagon, cuffed, and they cut in cuff when he gets to the ring. The whole match was fun. It was his best match. Easily. Yep. Easily. Easily. trying to give the kid the benefit of the doubt, but the longer this goes on, maybe the benefit that, of what doubt? I, I don't know. He's Paul, an idiot. Bottom line. He's doing all the little things that, like, that's, I realize that's why I, as much as I enjoy live wrestling, it's really fun to sit, like, hard camera for, for a wrestling show. That's, like, the best way to see it, because everything's for the camera. But when I watch on TV, I get all the stuff that's off of mic. And all the little moments, and he had, he had all of the little moments. Like, good job, Dominic. I can't imagine how proud his whole family was. How cool that yeah. they all got to be involved. The right guy won, of course. Dominic can get his win back by beating Bad Bunny in Puerto Rico, which probably. Won't <laughs> um, but I guess they're gonna tag, right? It'll be Dominic and yeah, uh, Damien and, versus and Damien. Bad Bunny and Ray. <laughs> But Which what what cute. a fun match! It was so great. It was fantastic. So I the whole he looked like Hannibal fucking Lecter. He comes out obviously. He's like talking shit to everybody, and like we know now that that's mm-hmm. like how you turn on Ray's like rage gauge is by disrespecting Mama. I wished we could have gotten some Rhea, but also because it's obvious he's been doing the work. I didn't miss her. It wasn't like, oh, this yeah. really needed Rhea for this to fucking pop off. Like he, he, he had great. mommy on his butt, so he she did. was there. She was there in spirit. And also, I'm not gonna lie, and this isn't like me doing like one of those like shade things. It did make me laugh when you think about how many people produce those like escaping from prison like videos <laughs> after they left WWE. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I know that that's not what they were doing. They're doing the prison dom thing. Um, but just thinking mm-hmm. of how sort of self-serious like I'm sorry I I love Mox to death. It was so self-serious and pretentious that like I'm escaping my prison pretty fucking comfy prison that it did make me laugh just because the farce of it when compared to this other thing was fucking hilarious it was another one that was amazing in the stadium like it it, it did play i've I've watched it on tv since but like it played so great but watching him walk to the ring with the confidence on Mm. his face the look on his face just bathing in those boos i watched last year's mania like a few days before i went and when he had that tag team match and it was just like oh this is the fucking worst make it stop versus this year it is in saying what he has accomplished and who he who he is now what he can do the little moment like when they took his cuffs off and he flexed his wrists yep i lost my it's, shit i'm like is is dominic my favorite wrestler it's now? the confidence the fucking fuck when you this? know you've hit it and all of them talk about it yeah. and obviously i've never fucking drawn a dime but i feel like wrestlers always <laughs> talk about when they talk about their career that moment when you realize you figured it out and you've got something and you've got him in the palm yeah. of your hand dom had that moment mm-hmm. at wrestlemania where he yeah. stepped into like i got it booze were deafening and he soaked up every single one of them and i just was so happy for him and for Ray, but it was just so fun, just so fun. I got to hear Julian sing Ray Mysterio's song. Oh. That was so special, so special. Uh, 
Lovely. Yeah, for that, that was how I learned Spanish. Actually, really fantastic, so, my, amazing. My mom, my mom, and Maíta told me, like, "Hey, how about we just show him Rey Mysterio stuff?" As much well, as you that. and Miles Morales, get your shit together. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, he should have a Miles Morales mask. Anyway. I agree. <laughs> Dominic is so good at the little things, and I think part of that is, you know, you get partnered with people, and you can't help but learn from them. And when you're in a group, you can learn from from all of the people in that group, all of whom have different skill sets. And Rhea Ripley is maybe maybe the best wrestler in the company outside of Roman Reigns. At, or is in that tier, oh, yeah. that top tier of people totally, who do 100%. all the little things, who have their character down, who inhabit it fully. And uh, her match with Charlotte... She knows exactly who she is. She knows 100% who she is and what she's yeah. doing all the And exactly time. where she mm-hmm. is in that ring. Like, between yeah. the ring awareness and that, this was her match to lose. Privately, I have been known to state that it seems like Charlotte's kind of, like, bored. She doesn't seem as plugged in and connected as she usually is. It could be for a lot of things. Obviously, all that stuff came out about her dad or at least got to the point where people acknowledged it happened. And that's got to be like a little setback. Um, Andrade was hurt. I'm sure that that was something that like they had to deal with. But it's also at this point, Charlotte has there are no more firsts for her that she qualifies for. Yeah. All that's left is is to beat her dad's. World yeah, there's record. not, there's nothing, yeah. like, that's and that's it. not gonna happen. And there, there's nothing left. But it, there, I, it will. Yeah. So I, I so for me, it's especially after seeing that match with her and Shotzi, where it very much felt like, okay, now you go. Yeah. Okay, now yeah. you go. Okay, now you go. And I don't want to blame Shotzi. It's very unfortunate for her though that this is like her second match that felt like that this year, like to a point that was noticeable. And I and neither were her fault because it was with two. Both women seemed incredibly uninterested in being there. Like both, yeah. both Charlotte and what's her base uh fucking turf wars um the bad lady yeah so bad lady i feel bad for her but after seeing that match i was like there's no fucking way that they have charlotte main event i wouldn't because she doesn't seem like she and it's she's like randy when she is invested she will fucking show up and when she's not she's gonna say that she broke her arm trying to lift a garbage bag and in the case of this match i will say she didn't even feel really connected until about one third of the way through and then it fucking hit and it hit hard and so i'm glad that it picked up especially since it sounds like the crowd were a bunch of shitbirds who were probably gonna go pee there was definitely another mass exodus in the bathroom room in the beer queue i did once again really some people um because they were english and i felt like i could you know i was like if you're gonna put brits in my fucking line i'm gonna really them i'm gonna give them the frowning of a lifetime uh and i'm gonna let them know that i am unhappy with their work uh but by the second half like everyone was into it and by the end like it was obviously the right person won but like everyone was fucking thrilled Everyone was into it. No one was like, poor Charlotte. It was like, the fuck out. I also didn't love Charlotte at the end where she just sat against the ring being like, oh, okay, I guess I guess she won. I guess the better man won. It's like, fuck off. Get out oh, of there. Get out I, of I, there. I always kind of like that part where the women, they have that moment at like a big thing, at a big match where you go down and you see the other woman smiling because it's like, we did a good job and we put her over. See, I just, I didn't feel like it was a respectful smile. I felt like it was a like, uh, it's over now. 
Yeah, no, I really felt like it was all like, <laughs> sure, okay, the match is over. She has it now. Look, unlike Cody. It just, I don't know. Unlike Cody, she didn't even get her roots did. That's how much she was prepared no, for right? WrestleMania. I said the same thing. You could see the clippings. I was furious. Barbie hair and not the good kind of Barbie no. hair. No, cheap, cheap, cheap clippings, badly curled, last minute, not even brushed. Probably couldn't even curl them because they would have just evaporated as soon as heat touched them. But hey, fantastic match. Yes, fantastic match. match. Well done, Rhea. Great to see Rhea win. Fucking loved it. And really fun, like, end of the match, like, oh, what's it going to be? Who's going to get this? Like, everyone got to do their stuff. It was like a, not a super predictable ending. It was like this, that, this, that. Love it, love it. Then the next match, the match to close out the night is Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens winning the unified tag championships or undisputed tag championships from the Usos in what was a, that was just like a great, I don't, I'm interested in what Meltzer's ratings are, not because I hang on every word. And I think I heard him or he said or tweeted something like, I felt like I was in the Tokyo Dome, which I was like, oh, I guess that means he liked it. (laughs) But uh, I I thought there's nothing in that match that could have been better. There's nothing in that match that could have been better. I thought it was like, I will defend somebody come up with a flaw. I will tell you why it is not a flaw at all. It was perfect. I don't even feel like I can look at this match objectively. No. And I have gone back and watched it, but I haven't watched it. I still haven't been able to watch it with an objective eye on it because I was so up in all of my feelings from start to finish. The biggest flop of this match was that it made us cry too hard. I had so many feelings, all of them at once. And also I was trying to be like, fuck, are we going to meet our car? Um, so like, I will say I had one eye on that from like the last five minutes. Um, but Fuck me. I, I When I watched it back, I, I, I obviously came home and immediately put it on the TV. <laughs> it was just like sobbing, sobbing. So happy for those boys. So happy for uh, how many titles were tapped. <sighs> and sometimes it's important to tap your titles with your friends. Mm-hmm. I, the PWG logo on the tights. <sighs> yeah. The entrances. Like, oh, it was so beautiful. I'm going to cry again. Like, it was so... Yeah. It was so cathartic. It was so fulfilling. It felt so satisfying. I could watch it again right now and be like beside myself with joy. Uh, yeah, just it was spectacular. It's so good. It's worth going back and watching over and over again. It like it will take your breath away. And that is the best, like the very best of wrestling. And isn't that what you want from your your yeah. <clears throat> your premier event of the year? Like you could take this night and and. If this night was all of WrestleMania, it would probably be a top 10 WrestleMania all time. You know, this is one of those reasons why I there are many reasons why I miss the network. I could literally like I I will catch up with you, Peacock, when there's a show I really want to watch. I will gladly pay that $9.99 for the network again. And one of the reasons is, is because they could do things like be like, hey, like you can go back and look at every single match during this period and watch the run up to something like this. Or because they were on the network, they would just have their talented as fuck post-production team and video package dudes just put a bunch of this shit together for you in like a neat little hour or two hour package. There's a sweet two hour bloodline storyline package on the WWE YouTube channel Mm -hmm. right now, which I accidentally watched the whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) But it doesn't have much match stuff in it, but it is all of the storyline stuff. 
obviously special pop for feeling oozy, which is funny every Never time. Funny. It's funny every time. Yeah. Uh, and I did watch it before going into this, but I did not need to because it was, it was just I'm going to watch that later. Get some oozy yeah. in my pussy. That's right. Mm-hmm. If you've got any thoughts on WrestleMania Night 1, you can tell us about them in our Facebook group and find us on all the other socials via the links in the show notes. When we come back, we get to the second night of Mania. That's up next on Tights and Fights. With Max Fun Drive in the books, we'd like to welcome our new members and say thanks to everyone who's supported us over the years. Welcome. Thanks. And now, on to the sticker sale. A lot of this year's drive gifts and live streams focused on food. We love how food can bring communities together, but not everyone has access to the food they need. So we'll split the proceeds from our sticker sale among five U.S. food banks in areas disproportionately affected by poverty. The sale ends Friday, April 14th. Members at the $10 monthly level and above can purchase any stickers they'd like. There's also a special Max Fun sticker featuring Nutsy the Squirrel that all members can purchase. For more info, head to MaximumFun.org slash sticker sale. And thanks again for your support. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Loveland, joined by... Danielle Radford. And... Lindsay Kelk. I was not as excited for night two as I was. This is my prediction for night two is that overall it would be a weaker card, but that there would be standout matches in it, mm-hmm. uh, which is yeah. like the same. It's like saying like, if I think if I go to a basketball game, somebody's going to shoot a free throw. I think that's going to happen. Like not hard to predict at all. What was the vibe going into night two, especially after having experienced night one? It was such a like cathartic release night one that I kind of like, even if it wasn't for the headache and all that stuff, just going into it, I was like, I'm kind of like emotionally exhausted to that point where I was like, you know, if you've ever done drugs, if you've ever done like ecstasy and you like do it and then at the end of it, when it's like petering down and you're like wiped out and emotionally wiped out, people are like, if you want to get back to as high as you were earlier tonight, you would have to take double the dose. Is that true? I don't fucking know. I was 16. But that's what people used to tell me. And I was like, y'all are too hardcore for me. I'm a sweet little baby angel. (laughs) But that's what it felt like to me. It was like, y'all have drained me of every bit of dopamine and serotonin I had. So for me to get back up to that point, I'm going to need it to be like, ah, like double so much where like my, my wig is being blown off of my head. My wig was not blown off of my head, unfortunately. But that is not to say that there wasn't a lot in there that I really, really, truly loved, even in the final match. Yeah, same. I was prepared to not love it and prepared to not see stuff go the way I wanted it to go, as opposed to night one, which by and large was like, you know, French fries for everyone. Um, <laughs> we got the thing we ordered on the menu. They got it all. Yesterday was ice cream Christmas. This is going to be like frozen yogurt boxing day which is like you know i love frozen yogurt mm-hmm. oh, and boxing day is great Sunday wrestlemania from yeah, now on throw your boxing day um but it's like well i still have to do all of the same things i do on christmas that i don't get presents and that was literally what it was so it, it, it was boxing day i was what i was worried that i wasn't gonna love it and hal had so thoroughly prepared me to not get a Cody win on this <laughs> that I was like <laughs> I need to put a snack in my purse for the car on the way home 
you know, we'll get onto this. You can agree, you can objectively agree with it, and you can get it, and you can be like, this is totally right and the correct thing to do. But being in that arena, and this is only a compliment to them and what they did, stadium, sorry, like this is only a compliment to everyone involved. Even though I 100% agree with it, it was still heartbreaking to be there and see it. Mm. The vibe when everyone's carrying you and the promise of that match carried everyone, I think, through the night. And we were so fucking tired and emotionally drained by the time we got to it. When we did get to it, you just wanted it so badly, even (laughs) if you knew you weren't going to get it. Um, <laughs> well, let's start at the beginning. We'll, we'll we'll come back to that. We open with Brock Lesnar beating Omos in negative four seconds. I could not have been less excited for this match. I don't. I feel like Omos is someone who, inexplicably, I like. He and I would get along personally very, very well. <laughs> he was. I'll say it again. I've said it once. I'll say it a thousand times. Hal. He was an absolute fucking delight on Watch What Happens Live when he was the bartender. A there dream. you go. Well, th- 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 maybe that's it. I know that's not where I get that feeling from, but <laughs> but uh, I never want to see him wrestle again. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I have no like, desire to visit to him at again. his job and see him do it. I have no, no like it is a waste of Brock Lesnar's time. Brock Lesnar winning is a waste of Omos as a build. Like, what? There, there's just there's no positive that comes out of that. Like, Brock has to win. Brock's gonna lose to Omos and the Curtain Jerker on night two. How? Why? Have Have we run out of white people for Brock Lesnar to beat up? Apparently not, based on what happened the next night. All he's doing, yeah, well, no, he had to go after the person who's solving racism. Once you get through, here's the name that Julian's going to bleep out. In my head, I call him the Terminiga, as in Terminator who only oh beats up. <laughs> because lately, it seems like all he does is just like throw all the black dudes around in the ring. And so, yeah, it makes sense. He goes after Cody the next night, because if you <laughs> you have to get the snake at the head. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Lord. I'm sorry. Cody solving racism will never stop being the funniest joke in the world. Look, he's a great civil rights leader, and yeah, I I respect that. Like that's yeah. I've seen the baby now. I've seen the future. So you know, future president of these United States. Liberty <laughs> All my prejudices <laughs> melted away as soon as I saw that child. Right. And I made oh. eye contact with it through the screen, and I was like, Yeah, we can be one. I don't know what Omas's ceiling is. I don't know if we ever will know. Like this match was an absolute waste of time. It it, it yeah. really didn't accomplish anything. I think some people weren't in their seats yet, Hal. I think it accomplished giving everyone Possible. an extra 15 minutes to get there into the stadium is what it accomplished. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> it accomplished uh, me nipping out for a quick wee. That's what it accomplished. There you go. That's your bathroom match. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. That, yeah. that was followed by the women's tag showcase, which was won by Ronda Rousey and Shayna mm. Baszler after Ronda Rousey spent mm. like four seconds in the ring. Maybe she's hurt. I don't know. Hopefully. The women's tag division is rough, rough, rough. It was bad, bad, bad. This it was match is not good. Absolutely dead. I don't feel like anyone got to look good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I stood mm-hmm. for everyone coming in. <laughs> Apart from, obviously, Rhonda. I was like, sorry, Shayna. But no one stood up for their entrances. No one seemed to give a shit. It was like the opposite of the men's where everyone got to look good. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think they fucking new you know they're like well we know what the end is so fuck this and Shotzi didn't even get a tank I think it's just hard when it's like we know logically it makes sense but they didn't do any of the work to get us there I think that that's where the bummer of it is it felt so flat and everyone looked so unhappy watching it back on TV 
the women's tag was probably my least favorite match of the weekend. Not great. Not great. But I can almost say that about any Ronda Rousey match. So sorry, true. Shana. True, true. I know that's your girl, but I like you better when you're hanging out with Dakota and the kitties. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a fun fact. Do you know who produced the triple threat match between Gunther, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre for the I IC don't. title? I did, actually. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I read it and I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Go ahead, reveal it, Danielle. Well, it's Abyss. Yes, it was Abyss. Good uh, for him. Oh, I, you, you kind of love it, right? You kind of love it. You know, my favorite triple threat match I think that I've ever seen was the two out of three falls at WrestleMania 2000. I really like that one. That's Jericho, Benoit, Angle, all in the year 2000. So it's hard to have a bad match. And they're going to pace it really well. This one was better. This was really good. It's such yeah, a good I, match. Gunther winning. I think is I'm like, a fan of Abyss. <laughs> I, I, yeah, we maybe we're all Abyss fans. I, you know, I, I'm, but I'm watching it going like, I feel like what's going to happen here is Sheamus is going to get the win and he's going to get it by beating Drew, so yeah. that Gunther's protected and then Gunther's yeah. on. Gunther belongs in the main event. Having him win was so great. It's so great. I love that. There's more to tell there. And there's no one to, like, Sheamus having the belt is going to be a good win when it happens. Maybe it happens at SummerSlam. Maybe it happens earlier. I wonder if creatively they're like, all right, we have to think, what is the story after this? Who's who's going to take it from Sheamus and and run with it there? And, and maybe that's planned out. Maybe not. But I, I 100% think Gunther retaining was the right call. Mm-hmm. He, he deserves a signature WrestleMania win. Both of the other guys have had yeah. multiple 100%. signature wins. Yep. This was huge. And he matches looked, against they, each other. They all looked great. They all were completely red and raw from like chopping and slapping each other. It was just like you can't ask for – you don't need a bunch of people jumping off of rope. Like you don't need all of that stuff to have a great match. No. It's so good. It was really fun. Every time I see him, I'm more and more impressed with Gunter. Yeah. Love that fellow. He's great. Plus, I love him on social media because on social and like in the ring, he's this like, you know, like, oh, I am Gunter. Why is that my voice? <laughs> Sorry, Oma. That was like, I was racist to my own people. And then like, I feel like you look at his social media and he's just like, a happy day, taking a walk by the stream or like, Doesn't played a video like game today. nice fella. It's like yeah. he comes in, he does his job, he has to be stern but fair at work. Like, because he's not, he comes in, he's just a stern but fair boss. He's doing his work, he inspires <laughs> confidence true. in his employees, and he inspires loyalty in his team. And I think of a weekend, like, you'd go around his house and he'd cook the dinner while you yeah. kick back with Mrs. Gunther. And she'd be like, oh, he's such a, I've had such a hard week. He's been such a bait. Like, uh, what a darling. And you'd be like, oh, what a nice, what a nice man. The chicken thighs are almost ready. <laughs> yeah. And I don't yes. even think he would just do, like, steak and potatoes. I think he'd do, like, a really nice meal. I saw this on Top Chef. Now I will <laughs> yeah. create it for all totally. of you to eat. I love him. And I think that's, I and I think after Mania, Mrs. Seamus and Seamus and Mrs. Drew and Drew all went around and they did that. They all walked down the Santa Monica board- boardwalk like they'd be getting a Three's yeah. Company. Yes. And they got ice cream. Oh. <laughs> Bianca Belair beat Asuka. It was a very good match. I I still... I just... I don't know who's left for her to beat. Yeah, I, I Bianca's getting don't. to that point, too, where she's ru- she's running out of first. She's, That's the problem, is, like, they haven't really been building anyone up to make them feel like a critical threat. They're, well, 
no one should feel like more of a credible threat than fucking Asuka. Right. She is yeah. a chaos Japanese murder clown who <laughs> oh, has wow. been doing this forever, who was a veteran, who will actually hit you so hard that she could actually burst a blood vessel. And it still was like, just because of what they've been doing with Asuka and kind of how in the weeds they've been with her, you don't know what's going on and also can we give it up also for the cute little contortionist girl uh oh, we found out yes. yeah Babies. that her oh, mom had sad, passed away and she still got out story. there and did it which is like good because i know if that happened to me my mama would have bitch slapped me from heaven if i would have <laughs> lost my opportunity to do the <laughs> coolest thing that i'm going to do this year that might be entrance number two all time that was it was great. Pretty, it was really so good. good it was but, very moving in the stadium like everyone was like oh like everyone was like these clap these sweet babies also dakota helped her with the jacket before she went on can i ask you both a question and an end just a brief like i don't want to get too Mm -hmm. into it i'm just i just want to know if it's me or not do you think that since coming to the main roster that bianca belair's character has changed appreciably in any way no no she's still doing the same stuff she just does it with a smile yeah okay i I just i i that that is what's bothering me i want heel bianca back He'll Bianca's a fucking beast. She's becoming, character-wise, what Hulk Hogan was in the 80s. Yeah, it's going Cena for me, and I don't want that Sa- Yeah, Sa- same idea. Like, no yeah. real threat to beat her. Asuka would have been the one to do it. Maybe it, yeah. maybe she doesn't make sense to be the one to take it off. And I think it, and I will say, I don't know if it translated on TV, um, when it looked like Bianca was going to tap, the entire stadium lost its shit everyone was on their feet screaming tap 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 and i don't yeah. think that's that people don't love bianca because people absolutely cheered when she won and absolutely like mm-hmm. were on their feet when she came out but it was a real 50 50 in the crowd like i don't think anyone was especially emotionally invested in one side or the other we were just mm. all down for a fucking great match and when yeah. it looked like bianca was about to tap everyone jumped to their feet i love bianca i think she's immensely talented i think she is very good on the microphone. I think I think a, a proper heel turn and a heel run would do wonders for her because I think there's more dimension to her character. I know as great as she is that she can be even better. And it kills me. It kills me that we're not getting to see it. Like, Becky was a good wrestler. She was very good. And then she turned heel. And that character now works no matter what she's doing. Like, we mm-hmm. get the deal with Bianca. She's super talented. She's the strongest, she's the smartest, she's the prettiest, yes. she's the greatest. The EST stuff is fantastic. Like, I wouldn't lose that. Just add on. Yep. Give me more. Give me yeah, more, sweet lord. She is getting to be where it's like, oh, it's the Bianca action figure with, you know, yeah. with, with extra pull-out weave. And it's like... Yeah. Because what winds up happening is it does become reductive where it's like, she is more than a ponytail. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like she yeah, is yeah. more than that. And we know that she can do that. And I love that right now her thing is being like, you know, because she is like, I'm the I'm the woman that all the little girls are looking up to. And I can see them not wanting to lose that. I was a little girl once. I get it. But now I'm a grown ass woman and I want to see her beat the bricks off of people. Yep. Mm-hmm. And do I want her to get into that Cena position, which will happen so much faster because she's a woman and misogyny. Do yeah. you want to get her in that Cena position where people are like, of course she's never going to turn heel. Uh, of course she's She's already win. there for a lot of people on Twitter. Yeah, uh, it's and, time, and for some of them, I'm like, I get it. And for some of them, I'm like, 
that's just covert Ray Ray. We can always smell the difference. I can smell the difference between I want something new and I just get it off yeah, of darky. It's a lovely taste of misogynoir. <laughs> like, rolling around in the taste of the mouth. <laughs> Legitimately, I keep checking in with both of you because I don't know where in that spectrum I am. But I also understand she may be in that Cena thing where it's like she is, because she is a role model, she doesn't get to change. And that's unfortunate because people are going to get tired of it. If, if people could turn on fucking Bailey... Yeah, and then and then they and then they made her a heel, and all it did was make her work better. Did you mm-hmm. see in the scrum afterwards where she was like, "Oh, maybe this is the next streak," and I was like, "Oh, yes. I hope not." Honestly, three I wins, hope not. three straight <laughs> WrestleMania wins. It's amazing, but I'm like, I actually don't know if that's what I want for you. You know? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. If it was just a streak, and it wasn't that she would have the title the entire time. As long as we can have heel stuff, know. sure. That's what I'm like, saying. Like, change the character, do whatever, but have it be a streak. I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of sexy. That, if we yeah. can get to five years. Then that's fine. That's I'm, I'm okay if it, as long as it's not a Cena streak. You know? Like, that's yes. what I don't want. Yeah. Yes. She has to evolve. Speaking of, uh, you mentioned earlier that, that Shane was trying to do his signature moves. <laughs> he did a fucking leapfrog. And when he landed, he tore his quad. That's not a signature yeah. move. That's something everybody does. He didn't even does. do the jump, jumpy <laughs> off the toppy. He didn't yeah. even do coast to coast. I was, yeah, I was just referring to him trying to murder himself by doing shit he ain't got no business doing. That's what I meant by signature move. Not leapfrog. Shane McMahon doing shit he ain't got no oh, business I see. doing. Yeah. That's a signature. <laughs> put, put that in 2K. Shout out to Snoop Dogg for covering and, and Miz. Now watch this right hand from the D-O-double-G. Knocking Miz almost back. Cleveland, back to the East Coast, and I, I think this is a, I don't want to call it the people's elbow, but it's the, 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 the doggy elbow. Ah. <laughs> It was terrible, but... And we didn't know. Like, it was not obvious in the stadium. Um, I saw it happen... And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, did he just fucking die? Like, I yeah, was like, did he I have a heart attack? Hurt. Is he dying? Like, what the fuck is this? Because he, it was, I just, I assumed it was real. And then I was like, I was with some more cynical people at WrestleMania, not Julian, yeah. uh, who were like, uh, <laughs> I think you'll find it's very obviously a work. And I was like, I, then work me daddy. Because like, work I daddy. bought yeah. that. And a Miz was running around like, a gazelle in a shotgun he's trying to figure out. He, he's literally looking around and I'm like, Miz, what are you looking at? I'm walking around and he's like, ha 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 And I'm like, what is he doing? What is this? But then when Snoop just immediately was like, fuck it, I guess it's up to me. I was like, yeah. I would have already laid down in front of a truck for that man. I would now go and fetch the truck myself and put a brick on the fucking accelerator and then run in front of it for that man. Because it was amazing. He... Yeah was amazing there were a million other things or people they could have brought out or done something with outside of shane and snoop dogg did a fine job as did the miz and hosting and and doing all that stuff the pat mcafee george kittle stuff night one was was fine for what it was that's Uh, i've totally forgotten about that stuff i I totally forget about about it it's not memorable it's not pete rose getting getting tombstone by kane repeatedly jesus (laughs) that's the fun next we have edge beating the demon Finn Balor in Hell in the Cell, which has now added a small shelf for either books or plants or for Irish people to jump off of. I, uh, I've been eating an Irish jump shelf. Guess what I'm going to say. Can anybody guess what the next thing I'm going to say is? Is it that you hate the demon? No, we're going to talk about that in a second. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> put a pin in it. It's coming. Put a pin in it. This we want match, tables. Table it. <laughs> no, no. This match, blank. Let's play match game. Can you fill in the blank? Oh, I don't know. I love it. 
This match sucked. I don't know. All right, you said, Danielle, you said this match sucked. All right, Lindsay, what did you say? I was really good. Oh, I'm guessing what Hal's going to say. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you're um, trying to guess what I'm going to say. Oh, I I mean, I Hal hates the demon so much that I will also go with sucked. I was going to say, this match did not need to be a Hell in the Cell match. It was pointless. Did not need it. Could have been a regular cage match. No it could have been an Extreme Rules match. Did not need to be a match. It was a fine match. I wonder match. if they just they had, had a cell here. It, demon. They had to call it Hell because there were devils and demons. That's why they had How? to theme it. We love a theming. I, I okay, we love cr- a theming. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the Hell Irish jump show. Yes. <laughs> Uncut Johns. Ed should have worn a couple horns on his head. Little... <laughs> Can we be done with the demon now? He's I lost we were. T- the last two times he appeared. He's lost. We don't need him anymore. Finn Balor, the character, is better. Th- he has outgrown that part of the gimmick. He has 100% outgrown it. When he showed up back in NXT, he was already a better version of his character. And it didn't need to be like, you know, I've been fighting and, uh, and, and now you beat me so many times that good. I got a cold. I got a cold. There's something deep in me because Finn Balor can't win matches. So I've got to go paint venom on my body and then I'll be able <laughs> yeah. to beat you with the exact same Evan moves. And this time head. he put a spiky top. He looked like one of the drivers from Crazy top. Taxi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. cute. I saw him and I went, yo, 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 yo. And I was like, I hope he can drop me off at, at fucking Fisherman's Wharf. This is crazy, Taxi. Yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, it, look, I, I, and I love the demon, but yeah, if the demon doesn't give him some kind of boost or some kind of like buff, then what the fuck is the point of the? Maybe because you spend three hours getting that yeah. goddamn paint off. I can't imagine yeah. how. how look, I've been to the beach. I've been to the beach, yeah. and I don't know what sand I'm bringing home. I can't imagine <laughs> how much paint he finds in places a week later. I yeah, I really enjoyed it. That was really fun. Um, I will say. Maybe the having the power of the demon stopped him bleeding out when he put a seven-inch oh gash God. in his top of his head that was pretty disgusting. They stapled um, him up there. Yeah. Inside, yeah. And, and then he just, someone... like, bashed himself in the head a bunch of times. I was like, baby, stop it. Baby, no. Baby, baby no. no. Yeah. <laughs> like, Don't tell me wrestling is fake. It's not Wednesday. Stop hitting yourself in the bloody head. There's no so need You have for stuff this. to live for. Yeah. There's <laughs> still more <laughs> Star Wars You're Lego married. sets. You love your wife. Stop There's it. something to live for. It's all right. The one thing that I did think was very funny, and I, as we say, I don't enjoy the demon either, Hal. Jeff really enjoyed Edge's entrance because Jeff just went, it's Slayer! Um, and Jeff was the happiest little boy in the whole of SoFi Stadium and <laughs> was singing at the top of his voice. Um, so he really enjoyed getting the Slayer. What I really enjoyed was they started pumping out smoke on the top of the ramp because obviously yeah. Edge came up in the middle on the lift, on the yes. Taylor Swift lift. Mm-hmm. And then Finn was coming out at the top. So they started filling it full of smoke so that he could be hidden and do his entrance. But right before they cut to him, all the smoke just blew away because there was just a massive breeze. It was really windy inside Stofi. So all the smoke been really blew windy to one side and Anna's. you fully just saw him wandering across the stage. And I was like, <laughs> baby, sweet, poor baby. And you just, yeah, I was like, that's not fucking fair. Cause they really tried to cover him up so he could do like a dramatic entrance out the smoke. And yeah. LA said, no, thank you, sir. Because the demon lost, it doesn't even count as a loss for Finn Balor, which is good. Yeah, he can continue on. Love it. Uh, there's more to do. There's no Legos in hell, Finn. Come back to no us. No Lego- yeah. Legos in hell. <laughs> do, 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 do. 
<laughs> Would you know my name yeah. if I jumped off a platform? You walk on the Legos in hell, but you're not allowed to build them. Yes. <laughs> I have a lukewarm take oh. for the main event. A lot of people okay. are very upset that Cody Rhodes didn't win. I saw people, including Dave Schilling, say they fumbled the bag. They fumbled a bag this big. It'll never be a bigger moment for Cody to win. I would argue that two months of building... This feud is not enough time to take the title off of someone who's had it for three years and a solid story behind it. And I concur. Ready yet. Because for me, yeah, for me, it's one of those things, and not just because I'm not quite ready for the story to end and because I think that it does have a more satisfying ending, but Mm -hmm. because it very much felt like we were going in one direction and then it became like, oh, right, Cody's back. And everybody wants Cody to main event WrestleMania. So now everything shifts from Sammy to Cody. Mm. And now, at least this way, and especially with the assist of Kevin and Sammy, but it felt like Cody was starting to be integrated into this storyline in a way that felt Mm -hmm. more organic and that might have more of an emotional punch later and that's why i didn't mind him i mean yeah no like i was gutted because it would have been really cool if he won but i don't mind if he lost one thing i will say and this was something going back to what hal was talking about earlier when he was talking about the little moments no one is doing that right now on the level that roman reigns is doing it in so much that like i think that some of the shit that he is doing when he is off mic and being in character are things that they should study because if they could learn that moment where he goes over and he talks to Heyman and the camera's right there, they are blocked perfectly for you to hear the side conversation like a fucking television show before he goes over. If they can find more ways to make that more intentional and sprinkle that in more of these different matches and teach everyone how to do it, do more of that because the people, I feel like that's one of those, when you see something in wrestling where you're like, if everyone is smart, they're gonna. This is gonna be a normal part of this within the next like three years. That needs to be a normal part of the way that we tell these stories, especially in these big matches like this, where you have the time and the air and the breath to be able to have those moments. It feels fucking cinematic. I yeah. fucking you, loved it. Do you think that, that, that capturing those asides is something that they're getting better at it because they know that that's something's going to happen in one of his matches so yes. they can I 100% think that they noticed it and they were like we're going to yeah. start doing something about it I think ever since the the beatdown after the Sammy you know mm. turn the blocking like Danielle says that that scene in the ring after they beat the shit out of Sammy and left him lying in the ring and Roman was dropping yeah. the flowers on him the blocking of that where you could see Kevin in the mm-hmm. background and then Sammy laid out and everyone around him that angle mm-hmm. was fucking insane and then they copied the exact angle when they did it to catch it they did it the second time and it's like holy shit this is amazing and i will say as well i think one of the things that's made this so good and what's given roman that freedom to do it here is everyone involved is amazing yes you know we all agree that cody came in quick and that we all wanted Sammy, but I think they did an amazing job of leading us all, of herding us. We were all sheepdogged. They they babe the pigged us. They like were like, yeah. follow the pig. And we did. And I think they did an incredible job of making it entirely satisfying to see the tags go on to the boys um, and Cody chase Roman. I think Cody and Roman have fantastic chemistry, which I was worried about. Mm-hmm. But they had amazing in-ring chemistry, and I was so fucking happy about that. Ew, because God. that's what makes me want to see this fucking run. 
That's what makes me want to see this go and go and go. Uh, that's what makes me want to see the three on three. That's what makes mm-hmm. me want to see the Usos abandon Roman and then Solo abandon Roman and then Cody take the belts off him. Well, um, I still think Cody's the right when guy. When he is alone and fucking isolated. Thank yeah. you, Kelk. That's well, exactly yeah. what it's I want. Beautiful. At his fucking lowest. And then let that man go home and rest. He had For cancer. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I keep saying he needs to be Denzel Washington at the end of training day. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Where he doesn't scare anybody anymore. They've all turned on him. But one of the things I like in that match, what I'm sure I'm not the first person to think of, is the fact that the Usos weren't really able to help him Mm -hmm. because of Sammy and Kevin. But Solo was the one who was able to help him secure victory. Solo's still in there and Solo's still being used. He's the good soldier right now. Just the layers of storytelling in it. It's fantastic. And I understand being upset. I wouldn't have been mad if it had gone the other way. I think Cody is... Very talented and it would have been incredible in the moment in the stadium. It would have yes. been and I but think that's what? what's so smart about it is it would have been a fucking incredible WrestleMania moment, but where does it leave you? That has and always that, been my problem. Yeah, yeah. And that was the thing with leaving and everyone was like kids were crying. I saw kids crying and I was like Oh, I saw some TikTok kids balling. Let this be mm-hmm. a lesson to your children. <laughs> You don't always get, this is Froyo Boxing Day, you don't always get your presents. Um, but it, Look, wrestling will break your heart every time. Right, exactly. And Backlash, like we can do Cody, Brock at Backlash and Roman doesn't have to go to Puerto Rico. And then we've got King and Queen of the Ring, we could do three on three if we want to, you know? And then we can yeah. roll, because I was like, how are they going to roll this out? I counted the weeks and it is like 18, 19 weeks till summer. So I'm like, that's a lot. But after what happened on Raw with Cody, which we'll talk about later, like this mm-hmm. gives us some breathing space, but it keeps Cody at the top because who is mm-hmm. a bigger dog than, I mean, apart from the big the dog, Brock. but who is bigger than yeah. Brock? Like it keeps him right up there. It gives Cody more credence. It's like, this yes. is a fucking beast for Cody to slay on the way back to the castle. Like yes. Cody's mm-hmm. gonna come out of this with scars that he's wearing, that he's like, I took this motherfucker out don't you keep running from me. This seems like such a small thing, but I got to say, there are a couple of times during the show when I'm sending texts to people. I know I sent a couple to our to, to the group chat where I'm like, oh, this person is going to lose. They have, I'm about to lose at WrestleMania face. Like as yeah. soon as they walk out, <laughs> Charlotte, guess who didn't have, I'm going to lose at WrestleMania face. The man who knows how to do his roots before the biggest <laughs> night of his career. And he Truly. sold every moment with like, just because if there's one thing about Cody, he gonna be sincere to the point of courtliness and God, we we laugh at him for it, but we love it. And little Libby taking off her fucking headphones and waving at us as the princess of inclusion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. him, his look on his face when he gave negative one the weight the belt, belt, which fucking Sola stole, stealing weight belts from a baby you but you monster. know negative one fucking loves that because he is in the business you know? you know he was he like loves i don't it. even want it back so bitch I, like i don't even want it back I'm look aew employees coming over to wwe on uh, the look, biggest night a couple of episodes of dark so i am all yeah. in on negative one like that kid is talented yeah pun intended <laughs> yeah you can relive some of the best moments from this past weekend on the Tights and Fights Instagram, where we have video from SoFi saved on our profile highlights. And you can tell us what you thought about WrestleMania Night 2 on all other social channels. When we come back, we've got three things from wrestling we want to share with you. That's up next on Tights and Fights. A man goes to the doctor and says that he's depressed and that life seems cruel. The doctor says, ah, the treatment is simple. The great clown Pagliacci is in town tonight. 
Go and see him, and you will surely feel better. The man bursts into tears and says, But doctor, I am Pagliacci. Ah, okay, says the doctor. In which case, try listening to the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is a multi-award winning comedy podcast and you can find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Loveland, joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Lindsay Kelk. It is time to share the joy of wrestling with you. This is The Three Count. Watch my three count. Danielle, what are you putting over? I cannot talk about this enough. This is probably one of the things I've spoken about the most about this weekend. If you have not gone back and watched Conan's Hall of Fame speech inducting Rey Mysterio, please do. That man on a microphone is fucking hot lava, and he had people eating out of his hand. Let's keep it a buck. The U.S. wrestling scene wasn't as diverse back then as it is today. There sure weren't guys raised size back then. Boy, have things changed. I can see superstars of all shapes, sizes, and backgrounds here tonight. What a beautiful sight to behold. Ray getting up there, telling his own story. Obviously great. Those moments are amazing. But Conan could sell me. He he could sell like. Coles to Newcastle. There you go. He was so good and so talented. And also, I do like the fact that they did kayfabe it with Dominic and with Rhea. And I am very much looking forward to the WrestleMania 24, where we actually do get to see Ray and Dominic have like a little bit of a love fest back in Gorilla. But... Yes, uh, if if you don't, if you haven't done it yet, go back, watch Conan's speech. It will fire you up for fucking wrestling. I was ready to go back and watch some fucking uh, Latino World Order. He had me ready. Nice. I was about to go watch all the bad stuff they did in WCW. I was turnt. <laughs> Lindsay. I would like to put over the KO Mania Sami Zania t-shirt, which is fucking amazing and genius mm. and sold out all weekend. I would like to put over my evil Vince McMahon hand puppet that yes. I bought at the Superstore from Firefly Funhouse that my cat just keeps trying to murder because it's smart. And I would like to put over the fact that I promised I would find a way to join Vanderpump Rules to wrestling, and I did. It turns out Katie Maloney's brother is a director of the WWE Network documentaries. He was at Mania. He was posting a ton of stuff. Joey Maloney, please come on the show. Please come on the show. We would love to chat with you. Um, He has some beautiful imagery on his Instagram, which is red light. 24 fps so go check that out we did it we did it joe we did it, we did it. yay i want to put over a moment i can't even remember where i saw it at this point but it's like a little behind the scenes of of becky and seth with rue at wrestlemania and kevin owens playing peekaboo uh oh, with my hers, heart. which is just the best that does it for this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Lindsay Kelk and Danielle Radford, along with me, Hal Lublin. Follow me at Hal Lublin everywhere. I'll promise I'll tell you what's going on. 
Uh, Danielle, what would you like to plug? Coming up here pretty soon, I have an episode of Um Actually. I am still doing my uh, really fun every Monday night. I do a, a Star Trek Adventures live play, TTRPG. Uh, I play a Denolian who is obsessed with the color white because she designs cabins for ships. I have some other TTRPG stuff and some other things coming down the pipeline. Also, you can still buy my comic. I'm going to be writing some more of those soon. Uh, hopefully, uh, you can still buy that or maybe, you know, if you're one of the people that was part of the new boosting or uh, other word that we used last week that I forgot, uh, you might just get a, a book uh, for free in the raffle. So, yay! Upgrading. Thank you. Let me upgrade. There we go. Yeah. Thank you, Julian. Lindsay? I am everyone's social media at Lindsay Kelk, and I'm on like 18 different deadlines right now. So, you can definitely come find me there. Uh, that's all you <laughs> need to know. Uh, next week, I'll be whoring a new book out. So, come yay. find me. <laughs> Our producer is WrestleMania Night Pun, Julian Burrell. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our new theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Thank you to all the Max Fun members that keep this show going, and especially for your support in the drive, whether you were new or returning. Yes, thank you. Keep up with us all week long on all of our social media channels. Those are in the show notes. Find our Tights and Fights WrestleMania shirt at MaxFunStore.com and celebrate Ice Cream Christmas all year long. We'll be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. Max Fun's the network. Tights and Fights is the name. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.